Okay. Hey, everybody. It is Damara West. I am founder of Be Well Beautiful Woman, and I am delighted that you have joined us for the Be Well Beautiful Woman podcast. If you didn't know, our work is all about helping women to heal, to live joyously, and to have immense business success. You definitely need to get acclimated with all the great work that we're doing. Check us out at BeWellBeautifulWoman.com. Follow us on Instagram at the letter BeWellBeautiful, and make sure that you like our Facebook page, Be Well Beautiful Woman. We literally just wrapped up the Love and Forgiveness Summit. And let me tell you, it was healing in all the right ways. We expanded our consciousness. We moved around energy. We got practices to help us to be more compassionate, to put more light in the world, to own our story, to work through grief. You name it, we covered it. And all of the nine sessions on the lineup are on our Facebook page. I keep going back to them. So you make sure that you go to them if you haven't already or go back to them so that you can take advantage of all that goodness. And without further ado, I'm excited about my guest. You know, I always have somebody that I am uber excited about. Um, and this phenomenal human created the Fortune Journal. Um, and I am actually looking at this journal. It is beautiful, black and gold and full of inspiration. And that was really in part how um, Ingrid and I connected. And she doesn't, she didn't just do this journal. There's no just to it. She does so much more. So let me tell you exactly who you are in to hear from today. Ingrid Sibley works to promote, to preserve, and to document the African canon of space and time, connecting disparate part pieces as she moves across media. Educated in the advertising field as an art director and in language through studying French, she has found a synthesis in the visual and verbal art forms, which has coalesced into her current practice of using the book as a mode for deepening connection to self. And that it definitely does. And other and various spaces and times across history and the future. Experience as a performer and educator is intertwined into her presentation of the written word to craft sacred spaces that venture past the standard notion of the book, The Fortune Journal, guiding readers towards new possibilities. Ingrid, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. So the, like that bio in itself is noteworthy. All of those beautiful words intricately woven <laughs> into your bio, which is really a manifestation of what is in the, the Fortune Journal. So talk to us about um, your journey to create this journal and why this journal is so important right now. Awesome. Okay. Um, I'll take the second part of that question first. So this journal was made in June of 2020. Um, I was in residency at a print shop in New Orleans, a print shop called Paper Machine. And I was actually working on another book, which was my own life scripting journal. So the other book was called Book of Tomorrows, and it was just a journal that I had intended to be for private use in which I would write how I envisioned the future, kind of in present tense, exactly what I wanted my future to look like 10 years down the road. And as I was writing that journal, it became of increasing importance to share some of those 
techniques with others. And so I um, decided to formulate the Fortune Journal while in residency. So in that month, uh, June 2020, which was full of turmoil and unrest in the world stage and the national stage, as I'm sure everyone remembers, for me, this was a way of articulating what we can create for ourselves in the future by just dreaming big and imagining a whole new world for ourselves as individuals and as a collective. Mm -hmm. After saying all that, I forgot the first part of your question. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. And we can come back to that. Um, <laughs> okay. Just about your journey, um, which, you know, that answer in part spoke to it, right? Mm -hmm. um, but there's so much, of course, that, that led up to that. And what I'm curious about is, you know, how you have found journaling as a vehicle to help us rise into power. Because that's in part, right, what you're, what you're saying, right? This was created... Mm -hmm as an opportunity for us to expand ourselves during this difficult time. And so how is journaling a mechanism that helps to get us there? Mm -hmm. um, I guess I'm looking at journaling kind of as uh, a tightrope or a rope that we hold one end to, right? And it's, in, in this way, I refer to it as life scripting a lot of times. So it's kind of like the future is pulling us towards it. So with journaling, sometimes, at least in my experience, journaling from being little, a lot of times it would be filled with, you know, this boy don't like me and stuff like that. But I started in this particular time, kind of uh, in 2018 is when this process started this process of life scripting and kind of going to the journal as a place for almost like a workshop, like a experimental lab of thinking of what possibilities lay ahead of me. Uh, writing in that way became a way of um, stepping into a future that I couldn't see yet, but it got my imagination open enough to thinking well, you know, nobody else really has to have access to this information. I can dream as big as I want. And through that process, it became more of a realistic, not just writing about what I hoped for myself or envisioned or wanted for myself or for my community, but also this idea of, um, well, how can this actually happen? What steps does it take to bridge the gap between where I am now and where I'm writing into existence. Yeah. Well, and the, the, what you said, stepping into a future that I couldn't see yet, that's so powerful. And it speaks to manifestation. And that's been one of my focal points for the last several months. And um, abundance, more specifically, is my focal point for 2021. So, you know, everything that I, that I set out to do this year is about expanding myself to receive more in every area of my life Beautiful. and this there's real power in using paper uh, images uh, visualization in order to step into a future as you said that we can't quite see yet that's really the root of manifestation because if we can see it and if we believe we're worthy of it and if we ask for it and if we're patient 
then the universe is always going to conspire to give us what we need when we are ready to receive it. And so can you talk about the role that journaling has played in manifestation across your life? Or writing period, not just journaling, writing period. Mm -hmm. I've, um, well, to talk a little bit to manifestation, I, uh, see manifestation also as being a synonym for a choice. Uh, like we can kind of have whatever we choose one thing at a time in a way, <laughs> or multiple things at a time. So in writing, there is a, a choice of what string of words are we putting down on the paper? What, what thoughts are we allowing um, to grow, like in the beginning of the journal, there's a line which is kind of a maxim that I've been aiming to live by, which is pour your love into something and it will grow. So this idea of writing, I've, I've done a lot of writing about kind of the idea of like dystopian futures and that sort of thing, starting in maybe, let's say 2001. And that process of beginning that type of writing really informed me that what I'm able to dream up as a creative uh, will be seen in some way, right? So the, that taught me to shift from writing the future I do not want to see into as a creative focusing more on the future that I do want to see. Not saying that the other one doesn't exist or that if I'm being really real, you know, there's not sometimes where my writing is going to be um, more of a like complaint or what have you, but as a creator, as an artist, as a writer, there's the ability to write towards something, you know, kind of like paint with the pen, what would be the most beautiful vision possible. Yeah, yeah. I, I love this because it, it encapsulates the power that we have to co-create our lives with spirit, with source, with universe, mm -hmm. with God, whatever it is that we call it. And um, I love this quote from your journal, put, when you put your love into something, it will grow or put your love into something and it will grow. And what's so powerful about that is that, you know, a lot of times we minimize the power of love and that love is really the, the essence of our well-being. We are designed to love. And when we are in a loving state, we feel our best. And that the way we feel is actually an indicator to what we are opening ourselves to be able to manifest. The better we feel, the more we draw in. The worse we feel, the less we draw in because we know emotions are really energy and movement. Or, or um, which is why we talk a lot about like stagnant energy, energy that gets mm -hmm. stuck and moving some of that around through really love and forgiveness practices. And the growth has to do with what's possible in, you know, our relationships, but more than anything, the growth within ourselves, you know, because every moment that we decide that we're going to lean into love is a miraculous moment as a moment that we get an opportunity to be more aligned with ourselves, is a moment that 
we get to feel better than we felt before that moment of choosing love. So I just think it's so, so powerful. And so talk to us about how love has played out in your life. And what does love mean to you? Mm. I know I'm asking you a question. Yeah, I love it. Um, nowadays, there's, a, I guess, a greater focus on gratitude. At least that's what is really a big, you know, what I'm working on more and more nowadays. And that seems kind of tied to love in a way of um, allowing your heart to just kind of recognize what is there and to be grateful for the bonds that we have with people, um, living our ancestors, uh, with nature, with our gifts, you know, and being really aware of not just what we consider gifts, but really our passions and where our, these drives and these urges are pushing us towards because that is, that is the place of love. Like you said, though, that energy in motion, right? When we feel excited to wake up and do something, that love is going to be reflected in whoever experiences what we're sharing with the world. So uh, over the past few years, I've been working more and more on following that path of love and being aware of where there is resistance as opposed to where there is, you know, joy and excitement in what's created and being more honest with self about like what those things are that make me individually me uh, and that, you know, in the bigger context of humanity, like what makes you individually you because what you love might be completely different from what anybody else understands, but it's part of that reason why we're each here. Yeah, and even though, right, as you said, maybe when we first get aligned with more and more of who we are and we discover what we wanna do from that place and our passions as you have articulated, which you know, I just discovered that passion is the second highest vibrational emotion that we can experience. Mm. And, I so value what you're saying that we don't have to look for outside validation as long as there's alignment within ourselves in our sphere in the moment, maybe those folks don't understand it, right? But as we work that thing, we will attract the people who do, right? Our community in part comes from us rolling out our passions, us telling our stories, us creating, um, because the world is really waiting for us to be in a line with ourselves because that's really where the magic happens. Um, and so speaking of magic, talk to us about this magical fortune journal. So like, what's magical about this? And just describe this journal in general. Like, why is this journal the right journal for us to take advantage of right now? Okay. The journal focuses on connection. So it's about connecting deeper into oneself, but also to others. And the journal really is, the product of uh, a project that I've been working on for the past couple of years, which is called Black Box. 
So that project, the goal of it is to turn what have been dividers for African people worldwide, to turn those dividers into connectors. And that's something that's been kind of learned as a, a person who has been able to travel uh, to see how really connected we are across the Black world, right? So the journal is uh, put into six parts, which this whole project center around, which are water, land, culture, lineage, language, and spirituality. And those are what are envisioned as the big connectors, the places that we can connect to each other, to our world, and deeper into ourselves. So when making this book, I, I started off making it really for one friend. <laughs> it started as a kind of more a workshop with her and the book was more of a, a way to give her kind of what we were working through without me physically being there. And over time, the book just kind of took on its own life. I guess like the ancestors just got their hands on it. And there was definitely a feeling of wanting the visual and the tactile experience of the book to reflect the feeling I was hoping people would get from the book. So that idea of richness or the fortune that we have as um, Black women, as uh, people of African descent, to be able to touch the pages and go through this journey of richness that we inherently have and also be able to look at these questions and um, kind of just Play, you know, to be immersed in the spirit of play and exploration. And at a time like this, um, play, is, play is even more important than ever, you know, being able to connect back to a feeling of openness in whatever this, these weird times have afforded us. There is this spirit of openness and exploration. A lot of us are redefining ourselves. So kind of just rooting in that redefinition and looking back into, well, who am I in this moment? I know who I've defined myself as for the past few months or years or decades or what have you, but who am I in this moment and who do I really feel driven to be? And how does that connect to my family, my friends, uh, the Black world at large in this particular moment and moving into the future that we're all, you know, creating around us in the moment. Who am I in this moment and who do I feel driven to be? Those are two such powerful questions that we can ask ourselves any moment. And I just love this theme that keeps coming up in our interview about connectedness, about interconnectedness, that is a reminder that um, you know, we're not alone in this journey and that, you know, part of loving ourselves is seeing ourselves being connected to this world, connected to the people of this world. And I'm, I'm reading Miracles May Happen right now. And this week is all about relationships. And they talk about how every relationship is a holy encounter. And every relationship has an opportunity to deepen our understanding of who we are. Um, not to mention, you know, the fuel that we receive from relationships 
to make us feel invigorated, to um, bring us joy and all of the elements. So I just love that that theme rings through. Um, it sounds like you really radiate that. And this body of work, the Fortune Journal, is a manifestation of how you're living your life and what you feel compelled to inspire in others in terms of how they can live their most aligned life. So I guess what I want to uh, just ask as we, you know, get ready to transition out is, um, you know, outside of journal writing and journaling, you know, what are ways that you care for yourself? Mm -hmm. uh, one is, I guess, that, that same thing of being immersed in the spirit of play. Um, and exploration, and as much allowing as is possible of that being okay, you know, that being okay to um, remain a, a constant explorer or to live life kind of on, on these particular terms. And that's not always an easy thing. <laughs> Uh, that allowing, so kind of, you know, working with that and sitting with the allowing. Um, that comes down to exploration of different artistic mediums. Uh, recently, I sat down and uh, started sewing on paper, which was allowing allowing that time, and it took a lot of time to sit down and sew some paper but allowing that new medium to be explored and to take shape is an example of that kind of thing. Like it feeds back into not a product for another person, but just the act of trying something new. Um, of course, walking in nature and being close to water and having a relationship with uh, water and being able to use this time to uh, work on relationships with others, friends, family, to um, reconnect in ways that, you know, like there are so many Zooms and WhatsApp things that, that haven't happened in the past. And being able to be present for those has really been a great blessing that I was just kind of marinating on today, like the opportunity to reconnect with people um yeah that's beautiful and cooking cooking is fun too nowadays cooking and being uh experimenting and exploring in that medium as well yeah so i don't often yeah. hear people talk about um like trying having these new experiences as a form of taking care of ourselves and yet you know, it's really important in terms of our expansion um you know thinking about the vibration, the emotional vibration scale, and that knowledge is at the top of, of that emotional scale. So, you know, joy and gratitude and peace and um, knowledge is at the peak of that. And so, you know, part of having, 
this this new experience is about acquiring new information and you know i also like this emphasis around i feel like you're very in tune with just what you need like what's gonna what's gonna bring me joy what's gonna bring me wonder um and so the fact that you have play a part of that which is connected to pleasure and creativity is something really uh beautiful because that that's in part what helps to expand us yeah yeah. So how can folks stay in touch with you? How can they purchase this beautiful masterpiece and how can they stay in touch with you? I do have an Instagram, which is black underscore box underscore Charleston currently. I can also be reached. Uh, I do have a website, which is www.becoming.is. And, uh, Feel free to email me. I've been keeping the journal. It's uh, black only the way that I sell it. So I've been kind of staying under wraps with it up to now. But um, I can be reached by email at Ingrid at becoming that is. That's awesome. So I love that. And then one of the ideas that I, that's, that's bubbling up for me is a journaling workshop just for black women, you know, using your journal as a basis. So, um, you know, I'm, I, I'm always getting new ideas about things, but I'm thinking that's going to be my next thing that we do. And so hopefully that's something you'll want to do with us in collaboration um, so that our women can take advantage of um, what you have so intentionally crafted for our greatest evolution. I love that. I have an outline for the workshop in the works. <laughs> okay. All right. Good, good. So this is the confirmation that um, it needs to happen. And we'll be one of the first to work side by side with you as we are piloting um, this more and more, right? Because it's in its soft launch phase. And we're glad that we can be a part of it at the ground level. So audience, y'all heard it here. Be well, beautiful woman. We are so delighted that you tuned in for our podcast. Ingrid Sibley, make sure that you check out this Queen's work. She gave you all the ways that you can follow her, link up with her directly. If this is something that's calling you and you want to bring a journaling practice to your community, make sure that you connect with this queen for the individual and for the collective purpose of using this amazing book that is beautiful as well. It's got this gold trim. Um, it's you, You'll just fall in love with the design. So until next time, community, much love. We've got more podcast episodes coming your way just this week. So stay tuned for that until the very, very next time. I'll show you everybody. <laughs>